pew, pew. I'm Red Hood, and you're watching Comics Experiment. Well, no. I mean, he's still, you know, on par for being terrible at intros. <laughs> Welcome to the Comics he's Experiment. Consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Comics Experiment right here at the Comic Story and Podcast Network. Aired live every t- every Thursday at twitch.tv slash comicstorian. Round about 3 p.m. Eastern. I sit down with Andy and Dan and we chat about something interesting. Or we make a game. Or we go through the philosophy of comic books. Or, like today, we speculate. How will Null get into the MCU? Through a portal. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching. All right. Well, that was it. A Null portal? Yes. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by G Fuel. Use code COMICS at checkout. Get 10% off of your order right now. They've got Venom and Carnage flavors up for pre-order, and soon we will have a taste test for you if they ever arrive. I'm going to say Venom tastes like boysenberry. (laughs) <laughs> and carnage tastes good. like burning tastes carnage like, tastes blood. like blood <laughs> oh wait no that's my blood cup that's <laughs> wrong cup wrong cup there's the carnage are there any other sponsors today dan yes in the middle of today's show i was able to interview tom hardy after i was able to see the venom let there be carnage movie and uh yeah you guys will get to see that unfortunately at the time of recording this i am not allowed to give you my opinion uh, but when it comes out, I can. So hit me up. He's not going to give you his opinion, but he's going to hard spoil. So <laughs> All right, let me that tell you, Venom's really in the movie. That would be really funny, actually. We're, we're under NDA except for spoilers. I'm, I'm going to spoil this movie hard. I'm not going to tell you whether I liked it or not, <laughs> but I will tell you all the twists. <laughs> now, all playing, all joking aside, there will be zero spoilers from the movie in here. Mm-hmm. Dan is the only one who got to see it. Uh, and yeah, that's all we really got on that one. Mm-hmm. And one last thing. Uh, we also have another channel known as Absolutely Marvel in DC, where we'll be doing a full review of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and various other TV shows being brought out by Marvel and DC and Sony. So if you want to see our opinions and all of that, go check out the channel that Dan and I do with Sal and Dylan, Absolutely Marvel and DC. Don't question the wording. Don't <laughs> question the wording. I wasn't even going to make fun of the way you said do. Uh, <laughs> I was going to make fun of the way you kind of like started stumbling over all the words. That was a lot with, of words in there. With <laughs> Sal and Dylan. Well, Benny started going through and he's like, oh, I do so many channels. Who's on this one? <laughs> yeah. It's Sal and Dylan, I think. For those who are wondering, we have seven channels that are all in the works at this point? I think so, and yeah. I think we've got at least two more in the works, or at least in the uh, idea stage. Uh, Manga Storian, you can you can YouTube search all of these. Manga Storian, Dungeons & Ale, Absolutely Marvel in DC, Absolutely PlayStation and Steam Gamers, Yet to be Named, Ghost Stories from Benny, Yet to be Named, Let's Plays with Andy. <laughs> Highly unlikely. Absolute Comics. <laughs> Absolute comics. Yeah, there's an actual real one. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into what each and every one of those do because this is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> but but search those. We'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, especially the Let's Play with Andy. <laughs> That's actually the name of the channel. Let's Play with Andy. <laughs> and you don't actually it's play just, video games. It's just like a cartoon <laughs> of my face. It's actually going to stay as a permanent like channel with nothing on it. Yeah. We're going to see how many subscribers we can get. No, no. It'll be a, a channel and there will be one video on it. And it's Andy going... No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see me play old shooters from the 90s and 2000s. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, they probably would. <laughs> if, if you did like the aesthetic properly, like you got out that old tube monitor and like a computer with like floppies and you're just like. 
You got to make sure I, they are aware that it's static. Any, first of all, also by the late '90s, early 2000s, we had CDs. Right. That's how old you're going. <laughs> you're going to like Zork or Zorn. First of all, not Zorn. a first-person shooter from the '90s or 2000s. Whatever, Pong. All right. Well, let's, okay. You shoot the ball. I just want to hit him so <laughs> hard. <laughs> so no. So no, the MCU. So this this theory, he's out there. Oh, all right. Well, that's today's episode. Think about it. So today we wanted to bring this up because for the longest time, they have said in all the interviews and things like that, Spider-Man will never be in the Venom movies. Mm -hmm. No one believed that. But they've been saying that. To be fair, they also said Spider-Man would never be in the MCU. Yeah. (laughs) This is true. Coincidence? Probably not. For the longest time, they were saying that. Okay. Recently, Andy Serkis came out and said, of course, Venom's going to fight Spider-Man. So... That's already been thrown out the window. We don't know when, how. Could be 10 years down the road. That'd be sweet. It's <laughs> a different Venom and a different Spider-Man at that point, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, it turns out it's Tom Holland as Venom and Tom Hardy I would as watch Spider-Man. that. I actually would, too. That That'd would be, be pretty sweet. Awesome. Body swap at the beginning. I was and just going to go with like a, an alternate universe kind of thing. <laughs> I would um, watch that. So, of course, let's assume for the sake of speculation of today... Venom 6, he is now in the MCU. So everything's brought over. It's I'm... Venom 6, but it's only Spider-Man 4. <laughs> we had a weird gap <laughs> between Spider-Man they movies. They binged Venom movies. They were like, just let's just do it back. And I want to clarify for legal reasons, because we have an interview with Tom Hardy in the middle of this. All of this is speculation yes. and fun. All of this, okay? We have no confirmation on Null. We have no confirmation on Spider-Man outside of one comment made by a director that has probably been twisted out of proportion at this point. Well, and Topher one, Grace on Reddit. Oh, yeah. Topher Grace on Reddit. One. one comic that was not with us. It's not like we talked to Andy Serkis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I almost got to, but oh, apparently he had to leave. Just ask him to do the Gollum voice the whole time. I'm sure he would have loved that. I'm sure he never gets sick of that. <laughs> But for, for legal reasons, all of this is fun <laughs> speculation. So, we're at Venom 6. It's the year 2032. We're at Spider-Man 4 because Tom Holland took a break in between them. I mean, 10 years, 4 movies. That's actually not terrible. That's not bad <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good for yeah. like Marvel movie pace. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, and at, at Venom 6, it has now been deemed Venom is in the proper MCU. There's been two other Spider-Men since then, but... <laughs> so you're saying Tom Hardy is still playing... Well, of course. Venom I will, I will well? never okay. accept yeah. anyone else as Venom at this point. Unless they swap Topher over Grace. to Flash Thompson. <laughs> the I, best I Venom. I stand by my statement. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see a Flash Thompson Venom. That would be sweet. Well, yeah. No, but it's still Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> he just dyes his hair. That'd be funny. No, he doesn't even dye his hair. It's just, it's, he just literally just, it's just Eddie becomes Agent Venom. Yeah. That's how they do it. There's no military training, but whatever. So we're all the way in the future. Venom is still in there. Spider-Man's been swapped out. It, for some weird reason, became Andrew Garfield again from like for 10 years in the middle after everyone freaked out about his Andrew appearance. Garfield goes to be Spider-Man again. Topher Grace as Venom. <laughs> no, you really want Topher Grace as Venom. I think it would be hilarious. Have you seen Topher Grace's Michael Sarah as Carnage. <laughs> okay, that would be good. No CGI. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Just Michael Sarah. He just has a big red blanket. Ah! I'd watch that movie. <laughs> and Mike Myers is no. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. So, obviously, now that Venom is in the MCU in the year 2032 mm-hmm. at Venom 6, Venom yeah. 7 is 
Let there be null. <laughs> what an odd No, it title. would be Venom, null and void. Venom, king in black. That's probably what they would go with. <laughs> oh, I, I had to guess. Yeah. It's, it's too, it makes it's too, too much on the sense. News. Yeah. So how do you think they introduce him into this universe of the MCU? Because you got to think, Andy, in your speculation for this, yes. you also have to decide how Venom got into the MCU. Did he just show up like, oh, on the street over with Spider-Man? <laughs> I thought we were going to go with the Topher Grace, how he spoiled it. <laughs> Did you read that? No, I didn't actually read okay. it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. you, you give us your speculation. I'll find yeah. the comment for Topher Grace. You All right. It. So now I have to come up with how Venom got in the MCU. And how that leads to Null. And then how... Mm -hmm. Oh, that's easy. Okay. So it's after the Multiverse of Madness and they've mixed all the universes. So it's also how we got X-Men by yeah. this point. Oh, we got X-Men at this yeah, point? Yeah, we've got X-Men, we've got Venom. We even, we even did a Wolverine spinoff movie where he had the symbiote. Yeah, yeah, that happened too. We're, sure. we're, <laughs> we're including Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four's in theory. there now. Uh, everybody's in the MCU. It's all inclusive uh, with all the various properties. Uh, <laughs> there was a side, I want to say it was probably Guardians of the Galaxy 5 where right. Eddie goes into space and learns about the symbiote homeworld, and that's just the comic again. And that's how we eventually learn about Null, and then in Venom 6, we get Null. Also, you're saying Guardians 5 is kind of like how they're doing with the new Guardians, uh, where Thor is there for a little Right, bit. but now it's Venom. Venom's over there. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna get him we going skip to Agent Venom altogether, and it's just uh, Eddie Brock goes and does uh, Agent... Or what, it, what was it when Agent Venom was in space? What was it called? Uh, space, space Knight. Knight. Yeah. Space Knight. Eddie Brock, Space Knight. Um, learning about Null. And then we just do the whole King and Black thing. As a fun sidebar, do you know why that book existed? Space Knight? Yeah. So they could get to Null? No. Oh. Space Knight existed because apparently there's some comic or something out there called Space Knight. And oh, Marvel yeah. was going Rom to lose Space the rights. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Rom they were going to lose the rights. So they needed a comic called Space they Knight? They did. So they could retain the rights. So they just made it Venom. <laughs> sure. I, like it. I mean, it wasn't I like terrible. It. <laughs> wasn't uh, the best Venom no, story. No, no, no. So, yeah. Worst. Multiverse Madness. All, all Marvel characters now in the MCU. Ghost Rider shows up. and everything. Is it Nick Cage? Yes. <laughs> 100%. Um, we do a, there's a Guardians movie where Eddie Brock becomes Space Knight. We learn about Null and then in Venom 6, boom, King of Black. Okay. Okay. The comment made from Topher Grace. Now bear in mind, this is going to sound realistic at first. It's not. I'm going to say that right now before people go, no, 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 no. Start trying what does Topher read? Grace even do in these days, man? Uh, he's Doing on a TV Reddit show AMAs. called... Uh, <laughs> What's the name of that show? I watch it. It's really good, actually. That 70s show. Yeah. No, it's not that 70s <laughs> show. He's on another one, one where he's shows. the middle child, and he is a writer who has a failed novel, and his brother is a Wall Street tycoon who made billions of dollars, and his sister is like some self-help guru. Oh, and guru. they're all... Guru? What? Guru. 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 Guru-go. <laughs> Gro She's a self-help grogu. Oh. I'm, I'm going to just say real quick... I really wish that Topher Grace would make a that '90s show, and he is the dad. That would be awesome. That would be good. That would be. Really but no, on this show, be good? Really on this show, it's all about the three siblings trying to like learn to live with each other right, right. in mm -hmm. their 30s. It's actually not terrible, but they only had seven episodes so far, okay. so because they got it like, could get terrible. We don't know yet. It was yeah. one of those like half seasons because of yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right, but here's all what right. he said when asked: Will he be in Venom? Please keep it between us. But yes, I admit it. He said this that on the on, internet. This is on a Reddit AMA for yeah, the record. Yeah. This is between us, all right? Yeah. The plot starts with Peter Parker, Tom Holland, 
bummed that everyone knows his identity, and then some crazy shit happens with Doctor Strange and Doctor Octopus. Alfred Milana. Malina. Well, that aspect is yeah, accurate. Yeah. yeah, we know comes that. into his dimension. Then Electro and Green Goblin hop out of those weird energy circles, and they're like, "It's spider stomping time." <laughs> then Tom Hardy and I pop out and battle each other, and I win, obviously. It's not. It's not even much of a fight. I just kick his ass immediately. I want this to be a thing now. <laughs> I know it's not, but I just want wait. It gets it better. It gets better. Not right. to give too much away, but there are some actors <laughs> from the like original the Spider-Man's '70s show, Aquaman oh. and Batman. Ben Affleck, not Keaton, show up. Sure, be better if it was Keaton. But Thanks all right. to Disney for Han Solo's ghost from Rise of the Skywalker and that Eve robot from Wally. Again, keep this between us. I want this to be a thing. <laughs> I would watch this movie. (laughs) The best part would be if that's actually what happens with both the Venoms and he's thrown in everything else to throw throw everybody off. Yeah, Yeah, that would be funny. (laughs) Great. He's just like, hey, Parker, and he does the fang thing, and then Tom Tom Hardy just punches him in the face. No, no, according to him, he wins easily. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, he's not going to talk about how Tom Hardy punched him in the face. (laughs) They weren't even, it wasn't even part of the script. They were just still filming. Just he knocked him out, and they were like, "He's only here for the day. Uh, he's unconscious." All right, we'll Ha-ha. CGI it, I guess. I don't know. All right, so Andy took you the easy way out. Yeah, I mean that makes the most sense. Right. It does. It, was, it does. All right. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Oh, this should be good. <laughs> like okay. mine could actually happen. These two chuckle nuts. <laughs> oh, just you wait. Are gonna come I up actually, with the most stupid comic. We need. You know, I think you'll like mine. We need to make our new like comics it. experiment shirt. Chuckle nuts, <laughs> and it's just the two of you guys. <laughs> all right all right so god this is gonna be fantastic for probably two or three they've already defeated. oh so we're we're doing they're in the mcu they are in the MC- second or third movie yes okay, okay. all right i got gotcha. um so we have them in the mcu we've defeat they've defeated galactus or at least got him away uh silver <laughs> surfer shoot, shoot. Is- <laughs> now i'm just picturing reed on the front of the fantastic car just go go away reed, like, what's the plan i made a planet Go get it. <laughs> no, it's like, Reed, what's the plan? I've created a giant squirt bottle. <laughs> no. Okay. Bad Galactus. And he's the cloud, but he's got a sad face in the cloud. <laughs> cloud makes a sad face. <laughs> All right. So uh, they've defeated Galactus. Silver Surfer is now like kind of a good guy. So we start off the movie. I mean, kind of. Silver Surfer is a good guy. No, in the movie, he's in kind of movie, a good he's guy. He's kind of a good guy as opposed to no longer the bad guy. Yeah, let Herald. him talk. Okay. Let him talk. Is he black or silver? Let me finish <laughs> my freaking story, okay? Anyway, so we've got Silver Surfer. He is like a good guy, so everyone knows him with a Fantastic Four. We start off the movie with way back at the beginning of the universe and we do the silver surfer black story kind of a quick like as a quick prologue kind of thing. and it shows kind of how powerful null is how he got trapped inside the symbiote planet Mm -hmm. and then how uh silver surfer became black um there you go and then we uh (laughs) i want that's how they do the (laughs) opening that's how the prologue ends you just go there you go but then we, we fast forward to present day. Eddie Brock is uh, obviously Venom, and he goes to the Fantastic Four because he starts hearing voices in his head. The voices in his head, uh, Reed starts looking into, turns out it's Null's voice trying to reach the hive of the symbiotes. That's how they, like Reed does fancy science stuff and basically bonds with the symbiote and starts getting those messages. And he's like, oh, there, there's a king in black somewhere out there. 
And then uh, Silver Surfer's like, <laughs> They oh. point at the screen and wink. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> Silver Surfer's like, that's Noel. I trapped him inside a planet. I hit him once. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> but this, uh, he's clearly starting to break out. We need to prepare for the invasion. And then we basically get the King in Black storyline. That would be how I bring him into the universe. Okay. I want to make a change to mine real quick. Yeah. Uh, in, in Venom 4 and 5 are Flash Thompson movies. And in Venom 6, Tom Hardy comes back as okay. Eddie Brock. And Flash is anti-Venom? Yes, at that Love point, it. yep. Okay, Love and not only does Tom Hardy come back, he can, brings his son in, Dylan. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's where he's yes. been. Like, yeah, I had played by Michael Sarah. <laughs> okay, that would be perfect. Right? He still looks like he's 12? <laughs> I'd be so okay with that. Oh, no, Noel's played by Michael Sarah. <laughs> Both of them. Both. Noel he does double duty. <laughs> They use de-aging technology on him for Dylan. Out of curiosity, An what was the last Michael Sarah movie on him for for no? What? What was the last Michael Sarah movie? <laughs> Wasn't it that that one where he plays like a really cocky kid, like completely opposite of who he is as a person? It's like college parties or something. Not a clue. No. You know more about Michael Sarah than we do, apparently. I remember seeing an ad for it once and going, "Is that Michael Sarah? He's got way too much confidence." Well, you know what, Dan? Why don't we check in with uh, with with Tom Hardy and see what he thinks about Nell's arrival? Yeah, tell me about it, Tom. Even though that's not what we talk about, but let's talk about <laughs> you it. You don't talk so. about that at all. But let's pretend for a moment we did. <laughs> First up, I want to say, fantastic film. Absolutely loved it. Thank you. Uh, fantastic job. Um, so my first question today is, I wanted to ask. What experience with comic books did you have before entering the entire world of comic book movies? Um, I'm, I'm going to say, in all honesty, very little. Um, I do love comics, but the comic books that I was drawn to uh, as a kid were the, the NAM, um, which was only had one year. Uh, like, like, there was only a few um, episodes of that. I the Punisher, um, and... Uh, and uh, the fabulous Freak Brothers, actually, <laughs> when I was a kid. Interesting. R random, because my father had those. Uh, but uh, my, my, and I used to read Commando comics when I was a kid, too. Uh, I liked those. So um, I was more, uh, I suppose, connected to military or real-world uh, comic books, um, lore, folklore. So I really got to, um, it, 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 I got guided through the Marvel, or certainly through the Aperture of Venom, world through my son uh louis who's 13 and uh and for him it's uh it's a very different experience you know and i uh, and yeah. to, to view it through the eyes of a young man who is very particular and uh very well versed uh allowed me to to take uh, a plunge and enjoy uh the world as a as an as an older man <laughs> into something which now has become my job you know uh, and it's yeah. a great privilege all right. Um, did you read any comics uh, about Venom before going into this movie that you took inspiration from with your uh, portrayal of the character? Yeah, I did. I, did, um, I, I, I deep sea dive through. I was given an, the entire backlog, um, and so I, which is photocopied largely, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> so as opposed to I don't have a, a grand uh, comic collection that which anyone should be necessarily envious of, like, uh, but, you know, I just turned up late to the party. I don't have everybody, like all the episodes that everybody 
really really desires. I, I just had full access to the canon, you know, and uh, and then and 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 the, and the list that, that of of characters that are available uh, upon a smorgasbord of options that Sony has uh, to to play with. Uh, and so I, I, I dipped in and out of multiple storylines because they move around. They, they move around quite a lot. It's, uh, they, it is, there's a, it's a very big constellation of movement. So one had to key into elements which were specific and work from that point, which was the lethal protector on the first. Uh, and then I started to deviate off of that and follow Cletus and Cartage and various variations of that and Toxin and started to look through this aperture, uh, the optionality in a, in, a, in a kind of linear but radial way through that, through that um, journey. Fantastic. Um, so with the movie, what was your favorite scene that uh, you enjoyed just doing in general? I love doing anything where I'm talking to Venom. Um, alone as Eddie, uh, anything where I can argue with him or bring him to life uh, when he's not there. Um, because this is when I think it's the most alive for me um, because I don't get to see the animation until much further down the line where I have to use our imagination for that and, uh, and fill in huge parts of the, of the, of the story and, and, and the, the eventual film. Uh, it lives in the imagination and the pictures and the drawings and the previses and what one, what can, one can imagine. Uh, but so the, the most, uh, I suppose, the most tenable uh, moments uh, for me are when I'm shouting at myself, you know, or having an argument with, uh, a, 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 you know, where, where he wants to come out and I don't want him to come out or there's a panic or there's a, you know, there's a, there's a double bind between us. I'm actually glad you brought that up because that was uh, going to be a follow-up question of mine of how tricky is it when you have to kind of do that acting with yourself without knowing what exactly is there in the moment? It's not tricky at all because it's like um, I'm talking to my, to a person. I'm talking to my, even though it's myself, I can change the response of that person at any time because we don't really need to, uh, we don't really need to seal him in stone or, you know, like uh, until the final, product we can ADR Venom at any point what we do need to get down at the, at the, at the first portal call is Eddie's response to something so we need to get and harvest as many responses as possible from Eddie to feed a scene whilst also keeping a linear structure to you know beginning middle and end of what a scene is about and how it moves the story forward right but within that there's some lateral choices that we can play with to try and muddy it up or make it feel a bit more interesting or vibrant and so um, I think uh, ultimately that that is good fun, you know. That's that, that's good fun, and because I'm ultimately in control of that other voice, uh, it, it, it's it, you know, I have a, a wonderful partner with um, Kelly Marcel who can hear me as I'm speaking and talk to me whilst I'm acting, and I can talk to her through the microphone. So I don't have to leave set when I'm working. I can just talk to her, or I can take notes, or redo something live, or we can replay a line and then I can re-record it. So um, it's it's like there's this multifunctionality that's going on when I'm playing uh, Eddie and Venom. Uh, it's very much being driven by Andy, Kelly, uh, Patrick, who's feeding me the ears, and the vocal that we've laid down before, uh, and whoever's in the scene with us, you know, at the same time. So it's kind of interesting. It's like juggling. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I'm getting the sign. We gotta wrap up here, but thank you so much for giving me some of your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. And thanks for talking to me, Tom. 
Wow. Yeah. Didn't even answer the question. <laughs> We ran out of time, unfortunately. I was uh, only you had given to cut six off. minutes. You had to, yeah, you had to cut off his theory as to where <laughs> Noah is. You asked it off camera. That would have been hilarious if you were just like, all right, number one question. Where do you think Null is in the MCU? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> but then he busts out like a crazy theory. He's like, all right, <laughs> so this is where Null is. He's like, I'm glad someone finally asked me. Okay. I would watch that. All right. So I've decided that they're going to milk Venom Ew. <laughs> for as much as we can till null. So this is my speculative theory. 27 movies. <laughs> it's like the Fast and the Furious at this point. Venom 3, Shriek. Venom 4, Phage. Venom 5. Why wouldn't they do all the Life Foundations as one movie? Each Life Foundation gets their own. So basically like they're doing Carnage right now? Yeah, well, no, yeah, Carnage by himself. Yeah. Wouldn't it first. make more sense to do them all as one movie, like the then, Life Foundation? No, they could call it Venom 3, Life Foundation? No, 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 no. And then you introduce all the characters, no, Venom 3, as they did in the comics? Phage. And then, and then Venom 7, the Lasher. Venom 8, the Deadpool dog. No, you said it was number six. Wait, what? <laughs> you said we were Deadpool gets all the Life Foundation at one point, and it goes on a dog. You said we were on Venom <laughs> 6. You can't right. change it now. I, I can. I'm the he's, host. He's actually doing the Donny Cates one where he mentions it one, and then like six years later, he's like, ha-ha, you remember this thing so I mentioned So what once? I'm getting at is for each Life Foundation right. movie, we're doing every symbiote. And one of them, one of the ones that doesn't make any sense, over with Tom Holland. Here's Just the thing. <laughs> Hold on. Let's say, let's say we've gotten three movies into each Life Foundation symbiote. Okay. You're saying the Life Foundation keeps making them and Tom Hardy, or yes. Eddie, just Tom Hardy. He's not even Eddie Brock anymore. <laughs> Tom Hardy didn't just go and like punch somebody in the face to get him to stop. No, no, no. Because so each of He's them. He's actually the one making them now. Each of them are coming out of the Life Foundation and something is talking to them, mm. bringing them all together. And, you know, it, it's it's Venom. The, movie six or seven in the Life Foundation quadruply. Whatever, you know, that's when they, he discovers like there's actually somebody making these. He doesn't put it together for a while. Remember when I said this wouldn't make any sense? <laughs> Boom. Dance okay. was actually better. <laughs> so we're like eight into the Life Foundation symbiotes, okay? Okay. okay. And I then, think there's only five, but sure. Well, no, there's, there's more. <laughs> He's got second generation Life what is Foundation. It? I can call this one Screaming Mimi, and this one's... <laughs> Uh, this one's just named Pedro. I don't actually know why. And this and he, whenever one. he shows up, he's like, vote for Pedro. <laughs> and then this one. There's Agony, there's Lasher, there's Scream, there's the other girl one. There's, there's Phage. Phage. There's Toxin. Riot. Toxin. Toxin. Okay, so there is more than I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much I any like word that sounds... me and Pedro. I, <laughs> there's Pedro, Screaming Mimi. <laughs> Uh, and then eventually five of those turn into the dog one. They're all combined into one and they get right. on a dog, which also gets onto Deadpool. So Deadpool has the same bit to fight Carnage for a little so while. So wait, now we're introducing Deadpool. Well, Deadpool's already introduced at this point. We're like 10 years yeah, in the future. Sure, yeah, okay. It was introduced so, in Fantastic Four 1. So now is Ryan Reynolds still voicing the dog? Yes. Okay, just checking. Do you think he wouldn't? He would. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be hilarious if we did have Fantastic Four in the comics. Deadpool shows up on fire. He's like, I'm the new Human Torch. That would be so right, yeah, we right, get like yeah. five of the Life, uh, Life Foundation fights with Venom. And he goes through all other Venom stuff during it. They're just the villains for each one. You know, Lethal Protector, the one with the wife thing that happens there. Other Lethal Protector, other wife thing, other Lethal Protector. That's pretty much all they did for like 20 years of them. While this is going on, Deadpool 4 
He fought one Wait, of we're them only as well. on Deadpool 4 at this point? Like, how long has it taken to make three? And that's a good point. But that's because <laughs> it's Disney. <laughs> this is actually a Deadpool thing. It turns out we had Deadpool 3, 3.1, 3.2. <laughs> Okay, fine. Deadpool 7. There we go. He's fighting one of the Life Foundations. And in Spider-Man 4, because we did agree that he would only get to 4 by then. (laughs) That is true, yeah. He's fighting his own symbiote, okay? They all come together. Deadpool, his consciousness gets absorbed into it. It turns into a dog. So then we have a Venom movie where he's fighting the combined version of all of them. The combined version is null. And you've got... He turns into null. So it's not even null anymore? don't even go into space anymore. It's a dog? No, no, no. (laughs) They're all like a, like almost like a Voltron a symbiote. Like a Voltron symbiote, that's null. They're all combined into this one. This is like 90s level of superhero movie. But it gets better. So <laughs> a doubtful. Well, go ahead. So at this time, since Deadpool's consciousness is in the dog one, Dogpool right. is with Tom Hardy yeah. Venom for this movie. So like a Detective Pikachu kind of thing going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, Ryan Reynolds is actually not is bad really good. That so. Bad. so we have Venom, yeah. we have the Venom dog versus Null. Right, which is not just, Null. Which is not Null because yeah. that's how the movies work. It wouldn't be true Null. I mean, I mean the MCU movies are pretty accurate to the comics most of but the time. But it gets better. We Sony's then still got their hand in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. At this point, Andrew Garfield has come Sony. back as Spider-Man. <laughs> So we don't sure. even have Tom uh, Tom Holland, but Tom Holland struck a different deal with Sony. He's Dylan. He comes back. <laughs> Remember when I said this would be awful? So we got Tom Holland as Dylan. We got Tom Hardy as Venom, and we got Ryan Reynolds as a talking symbiote dog mm. versus a giant Null Voltron looking symbiote. Right. I'll I know I say, say I would watch that movie a lot. I would not watch that movie. <laughs> this sounds more like an animated Disney Plus show. <laughs> No, it sounds like one of those off, off-brand animated Disney shows. That was awful. Oh, that, that was really bad. Well, you took I, the easy ones, <laughs> so you had to go the exact opposite direction. I had to make it as convoluted <laughs> as nineties well, as possible. <laughs> I do. I will say, I we, we, I would like know, a Venom really, with the Life Foundation. All of the I said that would be a I great movie. Uh, you know how we always say like, wow, what a waste of a character. That would be a waste of You Null. would not watch a movie where Venom's teaming up with a dog that has the voice of Ryan Reynolds. I would watch that movie. That, that it's movie. A buddy cop okay. Movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. I All would right. watch your right. Null movie. I would come out of that movie going, wow, what a waste okay. of a character. All right. They've run out of ideas. I thought last they hit a low with Taskmaster. I got a last ditch effort. Deadpool's mind has been absorbed into the dog who has a symbiote. It's a sure. Venom and Deadpool dog. I'm cool with Venom and Deadpool as like a Detective Pikachu thing. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And they're fighting Null. Okay. Who has the abilities of Wolverine. Sure. Because it's played by Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you know, you know, Hugh Jackman I'm... didn't have the claws, right? That's not like something he takes with him for each no, role. No, he did. He did. <laughs> it's just like Tom Hardy has a symbiote. <laughs> for every it's not even Venom. This point. <laughs> I was watching this one where Tom Hardy's a cop and he's just talking to Venom. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> like they don't even do Venom at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just talking to Venom. That's just Tom Hardy has a voice in his head and he talks to it. <laughs> and they film it. Does my second idea work? Hugh Jackman is no. No, it's awful. I I would go more into a like Venom 3, Venom 4 as the Venom verse. And then when mm. the Venom verse comes to the main MCU. That like unlocks Null because there are so many symbiotes that they connect to the hive and wake him up. You know what I do find funny? Speaking of Venomverse, 
Donny Cates loves to drag up all kinds of old mythology and lore into the characters and reminds you where it all came from and everything. Yeah. Never brought up the poisons once. That was the whole Venomverse villain. The poisons could eat symbiotes. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about the poisons. He has his own thing. No. <laughs> and he was setting up no for like 27 years. Oh. He's doing wanna, that in Thor right uh, now. Vietnam, like the Vietnam soldiers where they had the symbiotes. That, that would be a good. cool movie. I, that would okay, be okay. cool. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Ven uh, future Venom. <laughs> I like how we're making good ideas. Yeah, Ben's, Ben's like, like, all right, I can do it. Venom, Let's crank no, no, it up. I'm taking my, I, I've got, Null's out of the picture. Venom the 6. Point was this, right, right. <laughs> Venom 6 is just Venom is a detective with a trench coat and a hat. And his dog is talking Ryan Reynolds. What is it? Do you just want to make a talking dog Ryan Reynolds movie? Who doesn't? All right. All right. I'll, I'll give you this one. How about this? Venom 6, Gwenom. And it's Gwenom with Deadpool as the talking dog. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Right? Yeah, she sounds pretty good. And then we'll also get I'm not really a sure why we different... keep getting a Deadpool talking dog in our Venom movies, but sure. All right. Let me just say, though, if we get wasn't this there far. A, wasn't there a symbiote cat that talk? Oh yes, yeah, that's just have that one. That was another one. I don't know why you guys what are going that Deadpool. One? That was dog. Dylan's pet. Yeah, but what was, was his name? Like Stabby. <laughs> we Come got on, Phage, Stabby. Agony, Scream, Stabby, Pedro, Mimi. and Screaming Mimi. <laughs> Stabby the Sibia Cat. Oh, I'm like, oh, I, chat's got. I'd look the chat immediately. I'm like, one of them's got it. Sleeper. So I was close. Okay. <laughs> sure. No. I mean, they both started Slaver, with S. Dabby. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm going to just say, though, when we get to uh, Spider-Man 5, we better see Spider's Man. I would, yeah. Right? I'm cool with that. If they did, like, an end of the Spider-Verse. Yeah. If that was his next movie, Tom Holland's. Or, Spider or Tom Holland's last it would be movie. Well, yeah, it would be Spider-Geddon, yeah. I'm going to just say, into the Spider-Verse, still probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. It was really good, yeah. Yeah. I'll give it that. All right, well, I think that's a good spot to leave off this one. Uh, Stabby the cat as a symbiote. <laughs> Confirmed by Tom Hardy if you checked out the interview. <laughs> Just kidding. I hope you guys enjoyed. Today's episode is brought to you by a couple of sponsors. G Fuel. Use code COMICS at checkout. Get 10% off of your order. They've currently got some interesting flavors related to the movie coming out. Which is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yes who is a sponsor of today's episode and was we were fortunate enough to interview Tom Hardy in the middle of it. I say we in the royal sense. Dan got this honor. <laughs> I also, when I, when I went to see the movie, it was literally just me in the theater. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Like a full-size theater? A full theater in Denver, so like a bigger than normal one. And I'm just sitting there like... Did you get free food? No. Oh. I bet if I asked, they probably, probably could have gotten something. Yeah. That reminds me of the time we got to go see, it was one of the DC movies. We got to go see it early, and they walked us in ahead of everyone. And I was like, oh, the theater. Was that when you did Justice League? I think it might have been Justice League. Because they we got a ton of razors from Gillette. <laughs> but they sent us in to do that, and like they brought us into a theater, and it's like, oh, man, I'm all alone. And I think it was like me, Natalie, and a couple people that had, it was like me and the crew that were there at the time. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, we get the whole theater to ourselves. And then they just start flooding in Warner Brothers employees who yeah, also yeah. wanted to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, it was cool for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to go check out our channel where you'll see the full review of Venom, Let There Be Carnage. When it comes out October 1st, a few days afterwards, Dan and I will be doing a full review 
uh, over at Absolutely Marvel and DC. The link to that channel will be down below, along with a way to pre-order your tickets for Venom Let There Be Carnage. Thank you guys so much for your support. We'll see you next time right here at Comics Experiment. And then it's Venom Let There Be Stabby. <laughs>